Yo, this is Francesca, aka King and K, and you are here with another episode of the Legit Podcast. I have my great co-host with me, Rio One, and we also have our guest here by non-unanimous comments. This guy, so Preston, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. Don't say nothing about the videos uh, in their time. Life has been rough. But, <laughs> as you know, we always kick it off with telling our, uh, how we've been and, you know, what's been going on. You know, for me, I ain't been doing much more working. Sleeping. That's why our episodes have been coming out a lot. So I've been sleeping a lot. So I take some responsibility for that. But... Oh god, the sleep is so good. (laughs) (laughs) The sleep has been amazing. That's what I've been doing. Sleeping, working. Yeah, like he said, that's why we ain't been. But look, it's other things too. People get busy, things happen. But no, we never said this would be a weekly thing. (laughs) <laughs> you know, nobody ever said that. Oh. Consistency is key. It is though. Maybe, maybe at some point we'll we'll get there. But you know, just give us give us some time. Sleep is very uh, addicting, shall I say? Uh, yeah, tell people what you've been up to, Mister uh, Preston. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've been working, man, sleeping, the usual stuff. It's holiday, it's getting around holiday season. I've been a little bit lonely lately, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Been, uh, been thinking about, you know, about that time to get... This is pressing. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got got some options, somebody on my mind, but, you know. That's all that's been that's been that's what's that's what's up with me lately, you know. But I ain't gonna lie, I thought about it too. And then when I think about it, I think about like dates and going this place and can you come with me to this place and then it's just a whole nightmare that plays in my head. I have that's the time. Right, I don't have the time for it, man. I wish mm. I you know, if I could skip all that. I could skip that first phase of like going out places and stuff like that. Hmm. I mean, depending on what female you want. Like if you get a female who just wants to stay at the house all day, I don't body you gotta worry about that. Yeah, but I still have to like go over there and spend time and here we go. All right. That's calling, the best part. Calling me on the phone and I'm not a very phone person, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes I get a text, I'll just like look at the text and like I'll get to it. maybe today, maybe tomorrow, <laughs> sometime this week. But I don't know. As Girl, you can see, they'll be mad at me. Green. Girl, will of be course. mad at me, bro. Y'all both have the same problems. Uh, it'll 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 come through fruition. What was that word? Flu ish. I don't think that's where we got. Yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I make up my own words. Anyway, 
yeah, life has been rough. But we're getting through it. That's all that matters. Look, if there's a girl who wants to be neglected out there, <laughs> my, my DMs, are uh, <laughs> DMs are open. If you just want a guy with the title, but you don't kind of want me around, DMs are open. Your choice. That's 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 sad. What? I'm being honest. I'm not going to jump to a relationship like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Got time for you. I have plenty of time for you. I don't. I time for myself. No. That's not good. <sighs> what do you mean? <laughs> you gotta make time for your other. He has to make time for me. And as she's making time for me, I make time for her by me being there when she eats. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's an open place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Where shall we start, fellas? So much right. has happened in the last month. We have not been. It's been a while, but being you know very uh, let's 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 go down the easy way. Let's just get the easy stuff out of the way first. My Packers beat the undefeated team, in the, you know, in the NFL. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, now we're seven and one, the best team in the league, record wise and also roster wise. Listen, NFL uh, fans, Packer fans, know where this is going. Packers will finish with a great record. Have the bye week in the playoffs, then they'll inevitably choke. The time comes. This is what we do. Here we go. You guys also beat the Bucks in the regular season last year, right? Too? No. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, we lost. That's okay. the game. Aaron, Aaron threw two picks, which shouldn't have been picks. They were pass interferences, but yeah. But it's okay. I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully guaranteeing that we win this year. Why? Because we're a better team. And because every team is not as strong as we thought they would be, if that makes sense. I mean, until you beat the Bucks, right? I mean, the, the Bucks haven't been the Bucks. Like they've been winning games, but they haven't been like dominating like we thought they would. Kansas City has been struggling. Buffalo's think, been losing. I think that's games. the NFL being in general. Like, ain't nobody dominating. Not even the Packers. Packers have been escaping games, like I told you. They've been kind of getting by. They ain't really been dominating. I mean, we've we've had injuries since the beginning of the year. So I mean, everybody has it. Huh? Look really. at the Bucks team. Their whole secondary is injured. Our stars are injured. <laughs> they have they have they have players that are not even worth even talking about injured. <laughs> what? The Bucks had the best defense in the league. And their whole secondary know. got injured. I don't know. I don't, you know? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be teams that are supposed to be like better than what they are, too. If you look at the Lions, the Lions have been in every single game. Yeah. And they just lose right down the stretch. Realistically, the Lions could be undefeated right now. 
Hey, that'd be crazy, let's, right? <laughs> let's, let's stop. Let's stop it. <laughs> Seems like you're trying to make excuses for my team not being good. No, I'm, just... saying, I'm saying it's wide open this year. It's the most no. wide open it'll ever no, no. be. Don't forget about the Cowboys. <laughs> I said nothing about the Cowboys. There we go. All right. You have a year in the past five years, and now all of a sudden you have to watch out for them. Oh, if we talk about a team that looks great on both sides, it's them. I would look great on both sides of the ball. If you're telling me I'm going against the Cowboys in the playoffs, I'm not worried, honestly. Yeah, the Cowboys looking good, man. <laughs> I'm not worried. That defense, that Cowboy worried. defense kind of scary, I ain't going to lie. That's, that's all right. Did you not see what we did to Kyle Murray last night? That's Kyle Murray. It's not Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Murray's better than Dak so you're saying Dak is better than Kyle Murray? Yes, Dak, Dak is, is better than Kyle Murray. Murray. Oh, wow. Yes, oh, wow. Kyle, Murray. Kyle Murray's yeah. inexperienced, man. He hasn't been here too long. Kyle Murray is the, as of right now, the leading in MVP. That's good. That's good. And he's <laughs> also, and he's also what? You can make the argument a top five quarterback, arguably. Dak top is ten for sure. No, he's not. Dak, Dak, not top five. Dak has done more with less. Yeah. He's been in the league longer. This is Kyle Murray's third year. That's my you're making my point. You, you expect Cal Murray in his third year and to, Dak, to go toe-to-toe what is, with what has Dak done with with less? I mean, they've been bounced out the playoffs, but he's done more with less. He's thrown he's thrown for four thousand yards and when he's healthy, so didn't really have a lot of weapons. He's always had weapons. Whether it be a running back or wide receivers. Running back, yeah. You know, I mean, Zeke is having a back year. Yeah, so, Zeke, yeah, Zeke is up and down a lot. Yeah. He's having a good year this year. Last year, he wasn't good. Uh, it took, they took away Dak's best receiver away from him. And Dez Bryant. So, he's he done more with less. I mean, you know, when you're a great quarterback, you have a plethora, shall I say, of weapons. Any position. Wasn't, wasn't that your quarterback who was crying earlier this season about when? not having enough weapons and then wanting out, possibly getting traded? You didn't say anything about not having enough. We were talking about getting the right positions fulfilled. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. He was but, now we're not, but now we're not completed because everybody's doing their part. Even our third strings are playing like starters. You know, enjoy it. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm on the record saying the Packers are gonna win the Super Bowl and beat the Bucks on the way there. It's the it's the only way y'all yeah. keep Aaron Rodgers. To be honest, that's my thing. Even it, even if the Bucks, even if we, even if we see them, because there's a chance we see the Cardinals before we even see the Bucks. I see the Rams. We've beat we we've beat the Rams already, and I'm not worried at all. And I'm guaranteeing, well, not guaranteeing, but I'm hoping by playoff time we're fully healthy. If we're fully healthy, there's not a team that can see us. And we're injured, then there's not a team that can see us. I mean, but every, bro, again, the Bucks' whole secondary is out. This is oh my gosh, you're talking about the secondary of the Bucks. Can you name me three players in the secondary of the Bucks? 
It's just no. not. It's not about no. the, the name. Yes, it's no. The I don't want to hear it because they don't matter. They don't do anything. It's about the collective We're, effort. Bro. We are we are currently missing our best linemen, our top three wide receivers. You know, you know, our two best. No, matter of fact, our three best defenders. Come on now, <laughs> we're missing a lot of players. We're missing two Pro Bowlers. But you had Come that. You had that last year, though. But we have also had people step up this year. You've had that Cam, same team last year, right? Our team has gotten better. And then so have the Bucks. Where? The Bucks came out oh. with the exact same team. We've made additions. They've made a few uh, additions. Added Who? Richard Sherman and guys like that. Richard has been getting cooked ever since he got signed. And you he, know this. He, I don't even know football. why you even brought. He's not in football. Richard Sherman's garbage. I don't want to hear that. They picked him up. He'll, he'll get there, though. He'll get back in football shape, though. He was getting cooked when he was in San Francisco. What make you think he's no. going to change on the What? No, he might get cooked in San Francisco. They oh, almost my made it. they almost, or they did make the Super Bowl or something like that. They almost made the Super Bowl, right? They, they almost did. did. <laughs> With Richard Sherman in their secondary. So he wasn't getting cooked. They, no, they are you crazy? The they they, they played they the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, they played the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> He was getting cooked. He wasn't even throwing Richard Sherman's way. Are you crazy? They were attacking Richard Sherman. No. I'm willing no. to put money on this. Richard was getting cooked every game. You don't throw Richard Sherman. Richard, Richard Sherman, you don't throw oh his my. way. You're acting like he's the same Richard Sherman from the Seattle. He's, he's not. not. He's, not. he's, he's, not. Old, he's, he's older, but you still don't throw over there. He, no, I do remember he did get beat on a couple plays because he was out there defending his life after the Super Bowl. I mean, he, he was getting cooked on some of the plays. I on the right, hey, on hey, the hey. right hand side of the field. Yeah. I being, probably being going against Tyreek Hill, he got beat a couple times. That's a hard cover. I want to hear that. I could that go every team he's, but every team he's been getting beat. Every whether team? it be Devontae Adams, whether it be Tyreek Hill, whether it be Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, he's been getting cooked every team he played. <laughs> no, and they don't even put him on the best receiver either. He's a secondary player. Oh my! It's not gosh, like he's playing man. corner. He's just he's just filling. You know what I mean? And I'll even show you how much how bad of a player he is. Nobody when he got released from San Francisco, nobody was calling to pick him up. The no, Bucks were the only thing. That's because it's off field issues. That wasn't that wasn't that's garbage. He's garbage. No, look. Yeah, the Packers look good, dude. But they don't look like the best team to me. Like you say, y'all I don't, injured. Like, how? Yeah, we are injured. We just won seven straight games. Yeah, but like most of those games, like probably two out of those seven were like Bryant wins. The rest of them have been like Aaron Rodgers fourth quarter drive into the game type of ordeal. I, mean, I don't see no. I don't see no problem with that. A win is a win. A team, a team that struggles with the Bengals is a championship team, is what you're telling. The Bengals First are all. Yeah, no, Bengals I know the Bengals are pretty good, but the Bengals aren't championship contenders. You're right. Telling me the Bengals are pretty good, but at the same time, that's one game. That was it two weeks ago. Yet again, injured defense. We had our wide receivers that game, but we had an injured defense. Still, I have to see it. You know. And I have to see y'all play somebody of relevance. Y'all played the Cardinals we, yesterday. 
So that was our first game. I, 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 no, I, I think like the Packers. I mean, again, they they won seven straight after that. I mean, they were clowning them after that Saints game, but winning seven straight in the league that's tough to do. I don't care like who you are, or who you playing. Uh, the the like, Saints game was just like that was Aaron not really caring. Yeah, he yeah, obviously then, didn't want to play for them. And they and they flipped the switch. And I mean, just like like we were just talking about, the Bengals are pretty good. Like I think they're I really think- good. I think the Bengals are gonna make the playoffs. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean their defense is legit. Their offense is legit. That's a good win. I mean, obviously you just beat the the Cardinals. I mean, that's those aren't wins to like like sniff your nose or turn your nose up. Or like, oh, that don't mean nothing. Do I think the Packers gonna win it all? But to argue if they're the best team in the league right now, I think you gotta give them that nod. I mean, you uh, knock off seven games in a row. Eh. Look. So we beat, we lost the Saint, we lost to the Saints. And any any the, of y'all division opponents don't count. How their division sucks, low key. The Bears are pretty good. Okay. That's about it. That's the stuff, right there. As far as defense, as far as defense goes, <laughs> that's the stuff. As far as defense goes, Khalil Mack has been out. He's been out. We we lost to the Saints. We beat the Lions in a pretty good deficit. We beat San Francisco. That's a good team. We beat the Steelers, who are a decent team. They're not as good are as they? they <laughs> are they? Are the are the 49ers or the Steelers a good team anymore? Uh, Please don't, don't do this. <laughs> Please don't, know, don't, don't do this. Because I, I can tell you, for, I can tell you right now, the Steelers not making the playoffs. They're, Maybe they're not, not, but they're but they're not a horrible team. They're, pretty, they're I decent. Mean, they're not good. Either. The 49ers aren't good either. Like Jimmy we, so I, we, we just demolished the 49ers in the rain and we're not even a, a, a open oh my stadium so now, now we're just depleting all of our game anyway we beat the Bengals then we beat the Bears then we beat Washington then we beat the Cardinals now we our already ne- know about Washington football team our next two games are the Chiefs and Seahawks those would be good the, the Seahawks don't have Russell Wilson so oh yeah that will that will be an automatic win because Geno Smith ain't it, and and the Chiefs' defense is like the worst. Oh in the my god! I mean, they're not the Chiefs anymore. The only way the yeah. Chiefs win is if Mahomes actually goes out there every single drive and score. Yeah, which brings me to this this question because like, what's going on with the Chiefs? Um, they, they lost all their defense. They paid their top guys all that money. Oh yeah, defensive players were forced to walk. Well, they signed Mahomes for like what seven years, like, <laughs> like five hundred million. Yeah, they like they, that money. Tyreek, Travis, and Mahomes are like locked in for the next at least five years. But and even with their like defense, we know how bad they are on defense. Their offense isn't like good. It hasn't been good this year. Tampa and that's Bay, like, Tampa Bay put out the blueprint on how to beat them. Ever since that Super Bowl, everybody's had they they just know now. Yeah, he's been throwing picks and all type of stuff. I've I watched a lot of them this year, and just some of them those those crazy plays that you know he went viral for, like those passes he would make off with one foot going across his body. He's making them with like three defenders in the face. He's chucking the ball up in, and his receiver would somehow catch it. We'd be like, oh wow, those plays are getting picked off now. They're not happening as much. And it's 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 kind of weird to see, but it's it kind of makes sense. Like they aren't good textbook 
passes or anything or anything of that nature is kind of it's interesting. I'll say it's interesting to see that this is the year. Everything's just kind of like for Patrick Mahomes, at least just like it, it, it's weird to see. It's, it's just really weird to see after all the magic we've seen from him from the past three, three years or so. It's weird to see like at least seven games into the season or eight games in the season that they're struggling this much and he's struggling this much. The AFC has just kind of been black. This year, generally, Bills don't look as strong as they they did. God, I mean, they they still they still good. They just had they had a a loss to the Titans, which they had a loss pretty, to the Steelers too, which didn't make any sense. Yeah, because we we can't you can't use the excuse no more of this beginning of the season. We're like halfway through now, so. Yeah. yeah, so now you Lamar, should be Lamar is if we talking about doing the most with less, Lamar is doing the Lamar. most with less. Man has no weapons over there. None whatsoever. It's either him or or they just get beat. They got AJ Brown, right? No, not AJ Brown. Uh what's they, got the Holly, name? they got Hollywood Brown. But Hollywood's exactly. not even uh Hollywood's not even a top ten receiver. You know what I mean? Top twenty. We're talking lower of that 20. He's not horrible. You'd pick him up. you pick him up, yeah. But he'd be like your... If you don't have already two good receivers, he'd be like your second receiver. You had like... Already a top 15 receiver on your team. I don't know. that, But that's just... That's not a team that you fear. Or not fear, but I mean, like, you worry about the Titans because... are supposed to be better than what they are. Titans aren't even as good as they were. They had a they had a rough they had a rough start. They don't the only the only thing I don't like about the Titans is that they don't utilize Julio Jones enough. That's about it. But Look at other us. than that, they feel... y'all just yeah y'all y'all just I don't know why y'all out there. Y'all just they're just running That's laps. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just running laps out there. Crazy. Okay, your time will come. Your we'll time. Beat the Titans. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. I don't think y'all will. I'm willing to bet y'all don't. Just like you've been proclaiming, y'all have a great defense. We're gonna. That's coming to be tested. <laughs> it's going yeah. to be tested. Well, point. we got our hands full of Derrick Henry, right? So I don't know. Yeah, our secondary, our secondary is really good, but run defense is iffy. We'll see. You, you know that's what they know in the backfield. Yeah, it's a tough day for anybody. Tannehill, if Tannehill is planning to throw, he won't have much time to do it. Say that much. I don't know. I, I just think y'all gonna get, just like you just said. Y'all run defense is iffy, so. That's your best bet to beat us is running the ball. Yeah, the best back in the league to do it. Shall we move on? (sighs) Yeah, we shall. I don't want to talk about my Colts no more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The NBA season in full effect. Few games in. Way too early to tell anything. But what I will say is that... I like the NFL. I think the NBA season is wide open. 
I think it's wide open. I think mm-hmm. there's no way of telling who's coming out of what. Who's gonna win the championship? What are we two weeks in? A week and a half. A week, week, a week and a half. Yeah. It seems like Chicago's been very surprising. I like Chicago. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, I if if y'all don't mind, I kind of want to start in the East. I think the West is where we're going to spend a lot of the time because we got a, a Laker fan here, and there's a lot to talk about with the Lakers. Not really. But, um, the East. I think the East, top to bottom, is better than the West this year, and this is the first time that I think, like, it's been like this in a good while. I think top. To, yeah, I think from Milwaukee. Brooklyn, Philly, Miami, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, Charlotte. That's eight teams already. And then Cleveland is good. They look good. Cleveland? Who would have thought? I believe you're in Cleveland. Who would have thought? Sheesh. It's, it's, I mean, and I'm sure I'm missing teams already. Like, Indiana's always, Washington looks pretty good this year. It's Stop like, hey, they are. They, they, are. Bro, they, they fit. Good. They fit together. They, they look much. good. They complement each other. So, like, starting in the East, I think just my favorite, like, before the season and just even looking at the teams early in the season, I think Milwaukee is should be the favorite to be, I think, top to bottom. Like, mm. yeah, barring, barring Kyrie Irving or Umar Irving want to want to get his vaccination thing uh, settled. Uh, Umar? <laughs> <laughs> if it's the season is kind of dependent on him if he decides to get vaccinated and all of that and they get that settled away I think Brooklyn should be far and away the favorites maybe not far and away but the favorites but barring him being out if he's out I think Milwaukee top to bottom has the best team I think they have the least amount of question marks and I think they should be uh, the favorite. I agree with the whole top to bottom thing because some of those teams in the West are kind of like it's holes. Yeah, <laughs> it's falling off slowly. That's why I said we had a chance. That's why I was like, man, we do got a chance. Some of those teams are falling off. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyrie. We'll see what happens to Kyrie. My problem with Brooklyn is not so much Kyrie. My problem is Harden. Mm-hmm. Harden came into the season unfit. Uh, his shot seems to be off whatever shooting horrible you're looking for foul calls it's not even that I mean wide open shots he ain't even <laughs> knocking down and like, I think that's yeah yeah it's probably his worst yeah. shooting percentage by his career so I don't know what's going on over there they gotta figure it out um Pacers with the steal of the draft this, whoever this Chris Duarte dude is is a fucking mm. I don't know where he came from I don't know what school he went to but fucking averaging like 18 points a game as a rookie he went to my camp <laughs> the Bulls are the most entertaining team to watch I don't know what happened with that game last night <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> but they are the most entertaining team to watch all I saw was DeMar try to do his best Kobe impression and failed miserably. 
you gotta give Levine the ball. I give Levine the ball. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Demar, you just got here. <laughs> and then if if I'm gonna, you said Milwaukee, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go Miami because age is clicking on all cylinders right now. And not I like there. Miami. Mm-hmm. Depot's not even there yet, so hopefully he doesn't mess things up. Gosh. But. The way, I, like, I, I, I the way it's going now, I, I would I would bring Oladipo and Tyler Hero off the bench. Tyler Hero is gonna be a six man. It looks like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Bubble Hero, was it? Yeah. No, that was definitely Bubble Hero, but he's found his role with the Heat. Six man. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Miami, and I think they had the best offseason addition. With Kyle Lowry, I think he helps them push the pace. He organizes their half-court offense and all of that. I just have questions about them. I still have questions about them in the half-court. More so their shot creation, especially late in games. Uh, Jimmy is great, don't get me wrong. But when it comes down to it, you need a bucket. Do they have that guy that's able, that you say, clear out this side of the floor? Give it to him, let him take over this game. On the, I, I don't know, I don't know. I just think they're just old school, nitty gritty. I think they just like wear you down defensively, and that's the kind of Miami team mm. they got over there. You know, that's that's my that's my type of style of play. But at the same time, I did, I tried to say that last year Miami was not like that last year. But if I had to pick a dark horse, you know, in the East, I would go either Chicago or Heat. But East does look fun this year. I won't lie. I think, yeah, I, I like, I really like Atlanta. I think they're one of the deepest teams in the league. I think they'll be around for a minute. And I said it earlier, but I think Cleveland got the best player in the draft. I think Evan Mobley is going to be. He's already, he's already so it, it, advanced. Yeah, yeah, it's already coming to him so naturally. Yeah, he, he's so advanced defensively. Like he's one of the best players in the league on on the defense side of the ball. Already, it's he's kind of right. He, he he's a center, but he plays. They play him as a four sometimes. Like he's so athletic and mobile, you can switch him out on the ones. They, they have the twin towers though. It's the twin towers. It's it's hard to score on them. Like I just I watched that Clippers game, and the Clippers were struggling. I mean, and it wasn't just be, it wasn't because like, yeah, the Clippers were missing shots, but. Cleveland's defense is I think they're a good team, man. I ain't see that coming. I honestly did. I know they added like Rubio and stuff like that. I just didn't see that coming. They got Kevin Love coming off the bench. Is Lauren coming off the bench? No, he's starting at he's the starting. three. Yeah, he's starting. At the three? Yeah. They're and a long then, team, and, bro. And you wouldn't and you wouldn't think <laughs> it would work, but this is why Evan Mobley, like, he makes it work. Like Evan Mobley is so versatile defensively that Laurie can start at the three next to him with Jared Allen, with Evan Mobley. You got two seven legit seven footers out there. Three really with Laurie. Laurie's what six ten, six eleven, yeah. or whatever. People were saying, "Oh, it's not gonna work," but Mobley makes. He is the one that's making that team go defensively at least. And you got a, you got a point guard like Colin Sexton out there. <laughs> Darius, yeah. Darius Garland, Ricky Rubio is hooping. It's just Cleveland, Cleveland is good, man. 
Man, I'm like I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. I see that but coming. I don't want us to get our hopes up. As we all know, it's only been a week and a half. No, no, and no. I don't think I mean they're not gonna make noise in the playoffs this year, but will they make the playoffs? I think they'll make the play in. Yeah, yeah. It should be a play in team. That's like they'll be they'll be fine. Yeah. It's like the Hornets, right? The Hornets is like surprising. Oh yeah. Real good. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all like, we all like, we all expect the Hornets to at least be a you know a play-in team at least you know. Uh, Lamelo took that next step. It seems like yeah. and Miles Miles look like looks pretty good so far in the season. So it should be good. If if I'm looking through, please don't. Okay, I thought you were gonna say it. Okay. Anyway, I was, I was gonna say it. You cut me off. Airbnb, baby. <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> if, if, as I'm looking through the East, um, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way, but I'm just not a believer in Philly. Still, no. The only way Philly works is if Ben comes back to play with them. I, I still don't think it works, even if they get Ben back. It's just me, because history just feels like it repeats itself every year. We just have this high expectation for Philly every year as a top five Eastern Conference team. Then they come into playoffs and just underperform. So I just feel like they made no additions. They come back with the same team. Wait, I mean, if you think Andre Drummond's an addition, but yeah, I mean, I he has been like playing pretty good for them though. He's not a difference maker for me. Uh, he's not. He's not. He's not moving the needle. Can we? Can we talk about Ben Simmons? Like this has been a whole saga that's going on for yeah. Like the whole summer, like where do y'all, do y'all think he comes back to the team, or do y'all think he just ends up getting traded, dealt to whatever team? The, the problem with him being no wait, there, there's no problem with Ben being traded. I feel like Ben, whoever he's traded to, I feel like he's gonna play for. Mm-hmm. It's Philly's asking for way too much for Ben. You got you got to understand yeah. his, his value is not what you think it is. What do you, uh, so that I guess that leads to a question like, what do you think his value is? Because I have an idea in my head. I think Ben is really good, but on, I know some people are like low on him. On the spectrum of like, me, me and Ricky and them was talking about the trades for Ben, mm-hmm. and I was just like, if if I'm gonna use my team, Golden State, as an example, trade for Ben Simmons, I would give you Wiggins, and I would give you like. Kaminga and Moody, if you wanted them in future draft picks. That's as, that's as far as I go. Really? You know what I mean, yeah. You want Wiseman, right. you can't have Wiseman. Like you, really? Yeah. No. I'm. I'm, I'm not giving I'm, you Wiggins and Wiseman for Ben Simmons. Look, here's me. Here's me. Here's me. Because, and we'll talk about the Warriors later. And I have thoughts on the the roster construction. I view Ben Simmons, look, like Andrew Wiggins, he's cool. Ben Simmons is better than Andrew Wiggins. I, I don't care what people say. He's he's better. Andrew Wiggins is better at putting the ball in the basket, which you need to do. Ben Simmons is better at literally everything else that you need to do on a basketball court. I don't think it's relatively close between Defense? them two. Defensively, uh, Ben Simmons is one oh, of you, my fault. I, I thought you said the other way around. My fault. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah. Ben, ben Simmons is one of the five to ten best defenders in the league. He finishes at the rim better than Andrew Wiggins. And I just, I, he, he's a better playmaker by far. It's just, 
better cutter. He, he he's better. He's he's better. And a- James Wiseman, like the kid, he's nineteen. He was twenty years old, whatever. And like I said, we'll talk about the Warriors in a little bit. But when you have a chance to get Ben Simmons, and Steph even said this too when he when Ben Simmons was brought up, do whatever you need to do to get him because again despite all his playoffs shortcomings we know we've seen the history we've seen last year's playoffs he is a difference maker for a championship contending team and my price for him i think a good swap for that would be beneficial for both teams if they were to go down this way is if you if philly called portland and they said hey CJ McCollum, I think that's a trade that benefits both teams. It gives them both a different look, and I think it gives them both something that the uh, the other team lacks or is in need of. Because I think it's been time for Portland to blow it up with whatever they had going on over there. And I think the same is true for, uh, for Philly. And I think Philly gets the needed shot creation, and I think uh, Portland gets the needed defense, wing defense, uh, another playmaker. I think, I think that would be an ideal trade if Ben Simmons were to go somewhere. That's I a like good it. fit for him. Portland's the, the best fit for him. I like it. Now, what do y'all think about this whole Kyrie for Ben Simmons? Thing? I mean, okay. I mean, is, is, I'm is, is that trade like value wise? <laughs> is that trade match up? I mean, Kyrie's better. Yeah, yeah Kyrie's a better player. Anybody's taking Kyrie over. Yeah. But as far as like I way I think it may work because Philly would get a shot creator at Kyrie who can easily get you 25, 30 a game. Right? Then you got Joel. He could do his thing. Now you may lose some defense on that, but you gain better offense. Where if you're Brooklyn, you gain way better defense. Now you're allowing a playmaking out of Ben Simmons' hands for KD and Harden. So I think it's beneficial for both teams, but at the same time, I just don't. It all comes down to me. I think, does Kyrie want to play? Kyrie I mean, what would this back Because <laughs> does he want to go to Philly? We know he wants to stay in Brooklyn, but if he gets traded, it's like at the end of the day, is he going to play for the team? Because no matter what organization, no matter what organization he goes to, he's still gonna have to worry about his vaccine. So that's the problem. Yeah, that's that's all it boils down to. This trade has already been on the table. This trade Mm -hmm. has been close to happening, but um, they don't know if Kyrie's gonna play. That's the only problem. He's he's threatened to retire. He said he has it. He says that's what he says he has it. (laughs) I think. I think that people are really underselling how much Brooklyn needs Kyrie. Like, Brooklyn's not a super team. They're not overwhelmingly overwhelming favorites without Kyrie. What makes them super dangerous, they built a team that was supposed to be built around three superstar-level players. KD, James, Kyrie. Kyrie is the lesser of the three players. Yes, but I think he brings a dynamic that KD and James don't uh, uh, bring. I think as great as KD is at this stage in, of his career, he's not putting very much pressure on the rim. He's he is 
strictly in that mid-range to three-point area, which is great because he's Kevin Durant. He has arguably the best player in the world. Like, it's not like a knock on him per se. But and with James, he's getting older. He doesn't have the same burst. I think Kyrie is the one guy that you can say, and not I shouldn't say like great because they all they're all great one-on-one players. But you can throw him the ball. He can get to the rim in the lane at will. Like he and I think that's so so important. And again, we'll talk about it when we talk about the Warriors. I think one of their weaknesses they don't have that guy that you can just say, man, get me, get to the basket, get to the cup, get something easy, get two feet in the paint. And I think Kyrie brings that added dynamic to, uh, and it balances out with KD and James. I think Brooklyn needs Kyrie Irving to, to win a chip. I, I just don't see them winning without him. They're still I, a good team. I can see them going toe-to-toe with um, Milwaukee in the <clears throat> Easter Conference Finals, but... As yeah. far as winning it, yeah, they need they need Kyrie. They 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 need Kyrie, man. A lot of people don't realize Kyrie was like the, the underlying like he was the main reason they were winning games last year. Like KD was out when it was Kyrie and Harden, they were still winning. Um, when it's KD and Kyrie, they they they're still winning. They were, they were up on Brooklyn. I mean Milwaukee. It was KD and Kyrie. So he's the main like he, he's what makes it that team. You know what I mean? Like he, 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 he yeah, yeah. When he's out and you got guys like Joe Harris struggling the way he's struggling, and then mm-hmm. the team just takes a dip because Harden relies on guys like Joe Harris to knock down shots. Yeah. You know, like, if you ain't putting knockdown three point shooters around Harden, then it, it really doesn't really work like that. What I will say is for Brooklyn, I do like the addition of Patty Mills. He's been pickup. very great for them. Yeah, that's a great pickup. He's been good, and but I, on the flip side of that, I think of even a loss not as big as Kyrie, but one that people aren't talking about is losing Mike D'Antoni and his offensive system. I think Mike D'Antoni might be the greatest offensive mind. Um. Or one of them, one of the one of the best offensive minds that's ever coached in the league, and I think losing him on the bench, it, it just it looks different. Their offense looks so much harder, like on them. It doesn't look as clean. It doesn't look as precise. Last year, it looked like their offense was clicking on all on all cylinders, where no matter who was in the lineup, like it felt like you just could. They were the offense was just like where is well, Mike D'Antoni? Uh, he's done. I think. I think he's like semi-retired or something. But if you, if I'm from the outside looking in, I would assume that they would have kept the same offensive scheme because that's what worked last year. Until you, yeah. your head coach used to play for that same coach, so I would assume their play style would be the same. The seven-second offense. If that, I think that's what they were running last year. No, nah, they. They his, his principle, like he started out that way, but it as like. And say like as the years have progressed, he he's kind of run this modernized five out offense, a lot of space and principles. You saw it like you saw the difference with uh, when he went to the Lakers in 2013. Their offense looked a little bit revamped. Kobe had a little bit of a comeback year before he tore his Achilles, and then they really kicked in the high gear when he went to Houston, and they kind of 
I don't want to say revolutionized because the Warriors kind of did that, but just Houston's offense and their spacing principles with James running the the point. You had Chris Paul. I think that 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 offense is is missing from Brooklyn this year, as opposed to last year. Like I said, everything looked well. Look, it looked smooth. It looked like a oil machine, and I, I just I don't think I don't see that at least so far in the year. Like it, it just looks off. The spacing looks off, and it shouldn't look off if you have KD a lineup of KD, Harden, Patty Mills, and Joe Harris out there, whatever fifth person. The spacing shouldn't look off, but it just looks a lot more congested this year, and that's just that's weird. And I think Mike D'Antoni not being there is a big reason why. Because Joe Harris sucks, man. <laughs> and also, I'm want to shout out to Lamarcus Aldridge. Glad he's back in the league doing his thing. Been still uh doing his mid range thing. Good for him. As serious as a heart attack. Yeah. Right. I mean. Uh, all all right. right. Let's talk about the West. Let's get. Let's get to it, man. All right. So uh, let's 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 address the elephant. All right. So. <laughs> oh, 360 degrees is not looking. Yeah. So I mean. You were, you were waiting to use that one. <laughs> nah, off the dome. <laughs> off the dome. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's no no uh, secret. They're dealing with injuries, but at the same time, a lot of the losses have been self-inflicted due to the third quarter issues, which I don't understand. I just saw, before we got on here, they've, they're scoring literally between 20 to 25 points in the third quarter strictly while their opponent is scoring 30 plus so the third quarter is where they're having their issues at i don't know why it just means you get comfortable yeah i mean that shouldn't be but uh, am I, here's, here's here's what i'm telling laker fans and lebron fans alike don't panic because the scene won't look the same after all-star break i'm telling you right now it won't look the same. If this trend keeps happening, it won't be the same team. That's number one. Number two, if they plan on keeping Westbrook, because that's that's something that's been floating around, <laughs> uh, he will ultimately cost you down the stretch. No, he it, he does it. He's done it <laughs> everywhere he's been. But like I've been, the only thing. It's two things people don't like about Westbrook. His turnovers and his inability to consistently hit jumpers. Which and that's the two. main thing that's cost him in every You're right. place he's been. But that's 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 this is what I've been telling y'all for like months now. I feel like this is my personal opinion that he's on a team where he knows he's not the guy, he's not the best guy on the team. Which means that That's not even an ultimate. issue though. Issue, but I'm saying which down which the stretch, mean? fourth quarter. <clears throat> Even if you have the ball in LeBron James' hand, you can't have somebody like Westbrook being waiting on the wing. Because had that. Because teams aren't even going to care about him being out there. But we know West, Westbrook is equivalent to. I don't even want to say Draymond. Him when and Draymond I, when I, when shoot I, the same I, percentage. No, but when I say when I say <laughs> that, I mean as in, I, I meant as in like, 
you need they they could be missing a whole game and in that one fourth quarter shot they hit they would hit that one you know so yeah, that, that's that's what i mean if if the lakers are if the lakers are behind the eight ball in the fourth quarter it's gonna make it tough for them to even come back and win a game that's been the issue no. right they've been down in fourth quarters and then got a guy like westbrook who can't buy you a shot and then well, he's only done he only did that one time and that was last game and personally i was not a fan of the dribble pull up three that he did that he thought he was gonna make it upset me but then we had two different opportunities prior to that or after that malik monks three i have no problem with malik shooting the three that's fine but carmelo airballing a wide open three that could have easily put us to overtime just aggravated me to the core. You're gonna put this on because, Carmelo? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying we had three different opportunities and we all missed all three. That's yeah. unacceptable. <clears throat> you guys could have got the ball to your best player in AD. I don't. I don't. Not to do that. I call me crazy, but I have more faith in Carmelo shooting a game tying, game winning shot than Anthony Davis, especially if it's a three pointer. I guess. I, I don't know. I just thought you would want to get the ball to the fans. <clears throat> we were down. We were down three. All AD gonna do is his. He's gonna go for a three and he's gonna miss it. We all know AD's can stretch the floor, but he's not no guy you're gonna go to if you need a three pointer. No. AD's made some clutch buckets. I I I, <clears throat> I think there's a. I don't. I want to say. I don't want to say a bigger problem than Russ because. Trust me, Russ is a big problem. It's it's, and I think they they found something. Before I get to the Lakers, I think their biggest issue. I think they found something in the fourth quarter of games with Russ being the role man and him playing like that Draymond role, like him being uh, on the short roll, AD mm-hmm. cutting from the corner. I think they found something with Evers Memphis that yeah. they brought, brought that out. I think that's that's something that they can go to that can kind of counter. Russ's inability to shoot do the thing do something that he's good at he's good going downhill and he's good uh with his playmaking chops those are two things even to this day Russ is good he he, he he's borderline great at it I think the bigger problem for the Lakers is number three I think AD and his refusal refusal to play center and kick DeAndre Jordan all the way to the back of the bench. But I don't I don't I don't I, I hear that. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's a refusal. I think it's more of a we're gonna start the game off with you at the four and end it with you at the five. That's that's not good, man. Any DeAndre Jordan minutes are not good. I'm no, an no. advocate for this. Dwight should have way more minutes than DeAndre and Dwight should arguably be our only center. That's my whole thing. No, AD should be your your center, like point blank. Period. I think, and AD in this feeds into the mindset, like AD thinks he's a guard. Like he grew up small, and then he had a huge growth spurt, so he he thinks he's KD out there. AD is not KD. (laughs) Bro is out there dribbling like a perimeter guard doing pull up if you don't get your 611 behind but, in the paint and start banging with these dudes he's got the footwork for it so i don't understand why he don't i mean 
Yeah, I agree. I, I, if, if no. you, in my opinion, we have what we have two, two of the top five most dominant players in the league right now. One of them just doesn't do it. The other one selects what he wants to do it. He has selective toughness as well. That makes sense. Yeah, I get you. Is, there's certain players that AD just does not want to bang with. He just won't do it. But uh, but if if you see the growing thing, the most aggressive we've seen Anthony Davis was in the bubble, and he doesn't get aggressive unless he's like the momentum is in our favor, and it's you know he's very hot, so to speak. Now let me say something about the bubble because this is connected to my my main point with AD. AD loves to play outside in. He likes to start on the perimeter. He likes to start in the mid-range. He likes to get his first couple shots from mid-range. And he's taken a lot of tough, contested jump shots. And because he's AD, he will make some of them. Not not a lot. Not more than half. Not league average. He will make some. Few. AD in the bubble, he turned into Kevin Durant. Like it can we I think we're two years removed from this now. Can we look back at the bubble honestly and that season and uh, that season in general or the season without fans that, that that time in the bubble really inflated player shooting stats AD had an outlier playoff run an outlier season in general shooting the ball but I won't say all of it was you no know, shooting wise that's why I was saying a, a lot of his aggression that year was in the paint. He was known for his he was doing a lot of bang bang post up shots but in a, bubble. A lot of that was A D setting the tone defensively too. So he, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. So defensively he would come out there and set the tone. And then offensively he'd get at you. Mm-hmm. But but that's the thing why I'm not worried. Because I've seen this play out multiple times. And, of course, you know I'm a, I'm a believer in number six all day, every day. But pushing him to the side, I honestly have faith in this team that they'll get it together. And they're going to be a top, I dare I, you know, predict a top five defensive team at the end of the year. Defensively? Yes. That's fair. I, I can see that. If AD decides to turn up the motor and bring it, the energy, night in, night out, Defensively, yeah, he's good enough as an anchor defensively. I can see him. I, my problem not AD defensively; it's the rest of the team defensively. I mean, yeah. we have we have defensive players. You know, you know, the Lakers. Bron's going to play defense when he wants. Can't he'll play defense when he you know when it gets right. My is Russ can play defense. If people don't give him his credit. He's not a great defensive player. You're not going to put him on. Good. You're not going to put him on. You know, <laughs> the best of the other opposing offensive star. But he can play defense. He's not no scrub. The the Lakers team from before had defensive players. That's why that's why y'all were top five defense. They all had guys like KCP, Caruso, and stuff like that. So yeah, y'all don't have that no more. It's only like, but when I look at the Lakers roster, it's only one player I can say like, oh yeah, he can't play no not. I can say he can't play defense, but he's not defensively. You guys have a whole lot of rim protectors right now. But as far as your perimeter defense goes, we have some good perimeter defenders. Like Melo is not a defender. We all know this. Russell Westbrook is not a defender, but he can defend occasionally. Those are the only two players that I would see have a problem. 
Kendrick Malik Nunn Monk? can play defense. Malik Monk can play defense. No, he can't. Malik Monk is not a defender. Come on, man. He's strictly Come a so did, have y'all, Am I the only one who's been watching these games? Malik, Malik Monk can Monk. play defense. Bro. Yes, on, Malik Monk can play defense. <laughs> Malik Come on, man. Yeah, like, Monk and I like Malik defense. Monk. I like Malik. I do, but uh, he's, he's, he's not a best addition. He was your best addition in off season. Bro can't play defense, and that's okay. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Great shooter. Malik Great can shooter. play defense. Great shooter is not a, a defender. Oh, Honestly, God. a good score. But that's our no. whole. He's a great scorer, but that was our whole. Our and, whole and, and, thing. And, and, All and, of our guards are three and D. With Baysmore, you guys will see soon enough. We went through it, <laughs> so you guys will see soon enough with Baysmore. He and I think, and I think this will. There's, there's two thing, two more things I kind of want to touch on with the Lakers. One, I think a weakness of theirs, besides the general offense, and they got, they got to figure out with how to maximize Russ. AD has to play the five. DeAndre Jordan can't play. I, I firmly believe all of those things. Two things. Their point of attack defense. If Kent Bazemore is your best point of attack defender, and and this is no knock on Kent Bazemore because I think he's a good defender. If he's your best point of attack defender, you might be in a little bit of trouble. You, you, you just might be. Actually, he is. No, he is. He is. He is. He is their best point of attack defender. LeBron, at this point in his career, he's not going to take this time. And it's not that he can't. But he's better suited in that Draymond role, playing that free safety. When yes, but just habit. yes, that is true. But just like I was telling Rio, that he just for some reason don't believe the guy who watches every game of LeBron's career. LeBron guards the best player on the opposing team in clutch moments. Depending on who it is, depending on who it is, who he's guarding. He's, 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 he's not stepping John. up. He's not stepping up to KD or Kawhi like that. In the fourth no, quarter, no, he no, has. No, no, no. He no. He's stepping up to KD and Kawhi. He's not guarding the other perimeter. Like, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, we've not. No, I'm not trying to, you know, rally them. But I'm saying I, we've seen Cleveland play Golden State or LA play Golden State, and I've seen it come down in the fourth quarter. LeBron takes the assignment of guarding Stephen Curry. Not saying he's shutting him down. But I'm just saying he takes the assignment of guarding the opposing teams of the offensive player. I've seen this consistently. I, I, I no, I hear you, but I don't think LeBron wants to at this point in his career, and I don't think he's the, he should be your best option at this point in his, of his career. Because I saw last year, and yes, his ankle was was hurt. I, I do believe that, but I saw last year campaign was hunting him out in the pick and roll situations and just getting by him. And campaign is absurdly quick, so that might that, like that could be an outlier, but. I don't think he, LeBron, wants to take the quicker guards, and I don't think he should have to. I think he's better suited, like I said, in that free safety. Let him let him sag off of that, the non-threat on the floor. Let him sag off of a a, a Draymond or Iguodala, just taking Golden State for an example, and let him play that free safety, calling out the reads, blowing up actions. I think that's where he's best suited in his career, early in his career. Fine, I'm with you 100. He's quicker, he's faster. He's he, I don't know if he's stronger, but like he's a better athlete than he's able to take those assignments. He can be your best point of attack defender. This point in his career, I'm not sure if he can do that. And just like, and I and, and last point before we like the the Lakers, I think they overreacted to last year's loss in the first round to uh, the Suns. They blew they they blew everything up, and I don't really think that they needed to blow everything up. I don't think they should have. 
AD was hurt. LeBron was hurt. The Suns are a good, were a good team, but I don't think they needed to blow everything up. Caruso, KCP, Kuzma. I don't think they needed to just say, "All right, we're starting over." Like we're gonna have a whole new roster because I don't think this year's roster is better than last year's roster. And I think, obviously, like their championship roster is their best roster. I think LeBron and AD surrounding them with shooters and capable defenders. I think that's the best formula. And I just think they completely abandoned that because of an overreaction to AD not being there, to LeBron being hurt for a lot of the season. I think they just completely overreacted to it. And I think it's going to bite them in the butt. I really yeah. do. I, I agree. It's a probably overreacting, but I don't, I don't believe that it's not a better team than it was last year. As y'all both know, I'm consistent with my words. I, I never was a fan of last year's team when they were being assembled. And y'all know that. <laughs> I, I just, for, I, I just didn't feel like they were even compatible. Uh, you know why you think that? Because the bubble why? had you think that way. So all the no, so what that no. team did in the bubble. You <clears throat> thought you thought that that bubble team was the best team. It is. They, no, th- that bubble team, that Lakers team, that was the best version of the Lakers. I agree with Kevin. Well, but they couldn't. They couldn't hold every. You couldn't keep everybody. You know, you knew every, you were gonna the lose majority. Some. But the majority of the team was what on the uh, veteran minimum. Yeah, but they had yeah. to go get their money. So guys like the White had to go get his money. I mean, they yeah, like could have kept. They could have actually kept the White. Wanted to. You're right. You're right. But like that's like replacing Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee with Montrez Harold and Andre Drummond. That I don't I don't like. Honestly, that I don't see all. how the Montrez thing didn't work out for y'all though. I really don't understand. But like but I'm saying we just like we all we all saw the bubble and we all saw Montrez Harold was very was unplayable against Denver. Mm-hmm. Which means he was unplayable. Like the, he legit saw no minutes. He's not a defender. The Lakers are known for their defense, so we're not going to put Montrez Harold in. You know why the Montrez Harold thing didn't work though? Because like Preston says, AD refused to play five. He played the five when AD wasn't on the floor. No, I'm saying you play Montrez and AD together, then it works. Uh, I don't know. The Montrez can't stretch the floor for you. No, but AD can. Of it's just AD's refusal to, to be the five. Is, is it, what look, that. AD at the five solves 80% of the Lakers' problems. 75% of the Lakers' problems. I think AD being the five and deciding, all right, bump it. I'm, I'm going to take the responsibility. I'm going to start the game. I'm going to set the tone defensively. Because your five sets the tone defensively. Your, the anchor of your defense sets that tone defensively. Having DeAndre Jordan out there to start the games is giving free points to the other team. That they uh, that is literal <laughs> point saving. That is literal point saving to the other team. Like and and this is this is from a, a Warriors fan. If I'm playing you guys and DeAndre Jordan is starting, I am running every pick and roll conceivable at DeAndre Jordan because he's going to be in that dumb behind drop coverage and Steph is going to blow his face off or Dame is going to blow his face off or John Moran is going it, to... It doesn't matter because DeAndre Jordan is cooked. He is cooked. He's washed. He's boo-boo. He's cheeks. Another no thing Another thing too is is Howard. Like I said, Howard looked like he's taking a, a little step off. Well... Howard don't look like, yeah, Howard don't look like that Howard from the bubble team. 
no more. So point guards do the same thing to Howard when he's on the floor. And, and you can't, you can't, that's my thing. You can't expect these dudes to do that. You can't expect them. What you, what you can expect and what you should be asking for is for your franchise player, Anthony Davis, to step up and say, damn, I should be the best player on this team. LeBron has LeBron and we know LeBron is that dude. We know LeBron is the best player on the team. But if AD just adopted the mentality, hey man, I'm Anthony Davis. Nobody in front of me can stop me. I can decide this tonight tonight. I want to be the best player in the world. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing. There, I there's think nothing. It, I think it'll happen once playoffs come around. Or not not even playoffs. Once that all star mark because all star mark is technically what, like the middle of the season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, once that All Star mark hits, we all know playbooks will be filled, teams will be in conditioned shape, rotations will be shorter. So I think you know it'll it all come through. But I think come playoff time, DeAndre won't be starting. We all know this. They have to stop playing Rondo and and Westbrook together. Oh my I god! Should never see that on the court. Oh my god! That is <laughs> that is that is some ugly back, set basketball back twenty years, bro. What the heck, man? I should never see that ever. <laughs> I never want to see it again. <laughs> you think they make a move, Kev? As far as a trade, it's coming. Yeah. I don't. I don't think the only reason I don't think so is because yet again we don't know what they're gonna look like fully, and also who are you gonna trade them for? Gotcha. Who who's getting traded for what? Somebody somebody always becomes available. We know this. People become people get put on a trading block every year. But, unless we're unless we're giving up veterans for, yeah, you know, I don't know somebody. But it's like they're not going to get worse if it's a trade. There, there's nobody that's like that you guys have that you can trade that will move the pieces because nobody wants Russ's contract. Nobody in the league, no, no, none of the 29 teams want. Russ's contract, and I don't think you guys don't have anybody else on that roster that's has any type of trade value. That's tough. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think we have players with trade value, but I think the contract is what's going to be the problem. Because like you you can't tell me by All Star Weekend people are not going to want a Malik Monk, right? Malik, I, I I just yeah. believe people are going to want a Malik Monk, but it's yeah. like. We signed him to a better minimum, so you really can't do much with that. Now the guy, the guy that people are going to be calling for is uh, THC. Probably, but I don't think he's going. <clears throat> he's the one guy that they're not going to let off of. I would let him go before I let Malik go. Yeah. Let me let me see what Taylor does first. <laughs> I'm I was never a believer in Taylor. Honestly, I'm I'm being honest. I was never a believer in Taylor. But uh, let me just see what he does this year. I mean, like, I don't even know who's at the top of the West right now. Who is it? You Jazz, so, so Jazz are four and zero. Golden State Jazz. is four and one. All right, so the Jazz. To me, the Jazz are the Jazz. Yeah, you know what I'm I mean. Glad. They'll be the best regular season team. Yeah, maybe, mm, maybe they put it know. together this year. I don't know. No, it's not um, open, like I said. Jazz will be a top five seed. Yeah, I, think I think they'll firmly be number one. I think they're built for the regular season. I just don't think they're built for the playoffs. They do seem tougher to beat in the regular season. Than- I just, I just feel like 
the top three seeds, in my opinion, are gonna. It's between four teams. Lakers. This is not in no order. Lakers, Suns, Denver, and Golden State. Utah. I don't feel like Utah's gonna be. Here's, here's the problem because like everybody's beating everybody. You see, like you see what the Suns did to the Lakers, right? Yeah. Then they turned around and just got mollywopped by Portland. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know. I can't call it. You know what I mean? I I think I'm I'm firm in Utah being one of the one or two seeds because, like I said, I think. The way they play, a lot of high ball screens with Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert rolling to the basket. It opens up a lot of threes. And at that point, it's a math game. They're going to beat most teams tonight because they're going to make more threes than them. And their def- Rudy Gobert, as a regular season anchor on defense, is good enough. It, no, he's, he's great. Like, he's great on that end, especially in the regular season. That would be enough to get him 55 to 60 games in the, in the regular season. Their problems always come in the playoffs when – Teams adjust and they have time to to uh, scout, down, not, yeah. not scout, but make adjustments in the playoffs. That's where the Utah's problems come in. But as far as the regular season, they'll be they'll, they'll be 55, 61 team. Now, as far as as far as our team goes, <laughs> I just think our problem is that we have Looney out there. Oh my god! I just that's I, why I thought I think you were Looney. We like him in the sense of like being a role player. I yes. could have swore y'all said y'all wanted Looney to start over Wiseman. No, why would you ever want Looney to start over Wiseman? I mean, at a Looney's proven, huh? So Looney's proven. Wiseman is already the better rim protector. He stretched the floor way more, quicker on his feet. Looney's a Looney's <laughs> adopted a uh, midi. Looney, I saw can, hit a Looney can't jump over a phone book. And that's its issue. <laughs> Boy, hey, no, Kawhi, Kawhi really killed Looney's career. I, I, I firmly believe that. When he elbowed bruh and sent him flying in the finals and broke his ribs, like, <laughs> Looney ain't been the same since. Bro <laughs> is dirt moving. He's 25 years old. He moves like Bill Russell moves at 80-something. Bruh is cooked. And it's sad to say. Because I like Looney. I just think if Wiseman pans out, I think that puts us where we need to be. But of course, Clay has to come back healthy. Really? You, why? Really? Yeah, that's interesting. Because because I'm not. A, they yeah, they're already right. high on Kaminga. They people have been talking very good things about Kaminga. They think he's gonna be a great two way player in the league. Mm-hmm. So you add that with if Wiseman pans out and plays the way that they think he gonna play i think we'll be right there see all right before you start this is my whole thing about golden state this is my whole thing y'all look good i'm not gonna deny it y'all have y'all chemistry down pack the only two problems i have is i just i don't know if y'all are aware but it's steph curry not scoring in the fourth quarters whatever that's about Mm. and it's number two I don't believe Clay's gonna come back how y'all think he will. They say that, I really they, know. They say that about a lot of players, though. And I know, but we, but me and you also had this discussion a while ago that we all know the two injuries he's had back to back. His defense won't be the same. His that's, shooting that's, may. That's the that's the only problem he'll have is his defense won't be Clay's defense. They, but the Warriors have still those holes. 
for that. They braced themselves for that. Adley. Yeah, they, they went and got Iggy. <laughs> they went and got Iggy back. They added Otto Porter. They drafted the two-way in, in the draft. They actually drafted two two-ways. It's just on Blade Moody. And then they have Gary Payton II, who's a good defender. I love Gary Payton II. He needs to play more. I love him. However, you know, this this might be about two minutes wrong because I, I just have I think I really I like the team. They're better than last year. Don't get me wrong. They're much better than last year. But the reason I have them below the real contenders, I have them below the Lakers if when the Lakers start clicking. I have them below Milwaukee. I have them below um uh, uh Brooklyn and teams like teams of that nature. I have them below Phoenix. There's holes on the roster, and it's really because the front office, they, they've done this weird thing, and they called it out all last year. Draymond called it out. Steph called it out. They're trying to do two things at once. They're trying to develop, mm-hmm. and they're still trying to contend at the same time. That doesn't work. Never has worked. Never will work. The only time it worked is with the Spurs. And that was because Kawhi Leonard turned out to be generational. That doesn't happen. You're banking, the Warriors are banking on Clay coming back 80, 85% being himself. And they're bank, banking on James Wiseman taking a huge leap, a huge leap from his first season to his second season in order to be contenders. That's too much pressure for, first of all, Clay coming off two of the biggest injuries in sports. And that's too much pressure for a 20 year old kid in order to, to, leap them into contention they could have easily fixed these problems if they weren't done first of all they made a mistake last year's draft they drafted Wiseman over LaMelo Ball that's going to haunt them for a good while LaMelo, yeah, 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 yeah. We, I said the same thing that, that's that's a big mistake and that we're going to look back on that in 10 years or however long and then let me not let me not say ten years because I don't know how Wiseman turns out. But Lamelo was looking like a star already. He was looking like a star last year. He's really looking like one this year. I think that they fumbled the bag. Two, they're being very they've been very cheap. Um, you have a player, a top five player at worst, and still putting up thirty insane efficiency in Steph Curry. Your goal is to build the best possible team around him. They did not do that last year. And although they made strides and steps this year, they made tremendous strides strides and steps. They didn't do, they're still doing that dual thing. Well, we're trying to develop and yet at the same time, we're trying to contend. So they made great signings in uh, Otto Porter Jr. Andre Iguodala having a resurgence. I love Damian Lee, um, what he's doing, him being there. Juan is great. Um, for for the role and uh, being Lynch has been a, a good surprise for us, right? But having roster spots and they had the chance to to trade these picks away. They had a chance. If you're not going to draft Lamelo, which you should be, you tried to draft tried to draft a fit instead of the best player available. You draft Moses Moody, who I like, and Kuminga. You could have flipped those into some player. You could have tried to trade Andrew Wiggins when his con- when it was favorable. You could have tried to trade Kelly Oubre last year to get a return player, something somebody better than Kelly Oubre, because Kelly Oubre, oh my God, I can't watch him anymore. I'm so <laughs> glad he's off my team. 
but I, I just don't think they've they've max maximized the talent around Steph. Although they've made improvements, it's not it's not to to the degree that they need to compete for a championship. And I and I in the, in a few after I get y'all thoughts on that, I will I'll t- I'll say like where I think they're weak at and what avenues they can go to like to improve the team. So like they tried the trades. They we we heard the trade rumors all offseason. They tried. Bradley Beal didn't want to be traded. That was mm-hmm. a big, that was a big issue. They could have had Beal. Wizards was ready to do business. Bradley Beal didn't want to be traded. Um Ben Simmons, Sixers asked for way too much. Way too much. They were they, the six yeah, the Sixers at were asking for Wiggins, Wiseman, Moody, Kaminga, and uh, uh, more than like picks on top of that. That's way too. Do much. it, do it. I will do it. I'm I'm so dead serious. No, because if it I, doesn't pan out, and then three years down the line, when Steph and them are ready to be out the NBA, you don't have picks to rebuild your team. Here's the thing: doesn't matter. You have a top five player in your in their prime. That's like LeBron James wasting his his last years in the career career and and the team is just saying oh well we're trying to develop for the future no you have lebron james on your team but you now, want you now you trade there. you trade all those guys for ben simmons right mm-hmm. now, yeah. now you have you have nothing coming off the bench you have nothing you build you build around it you st- you still have the vet minimum signings of opj you still got Juan, damian lee jordan Poole is still there that's four guys being so that's five guys I don't know. I wouldn't have done it though. I, th- I feel like it was too much for Ben. I feel like it was just too much for Ben. You make a trade like that for where uh, a superstar, superstar. No, Andrew you know Wiggins. I mean? When you're factoring those picks, all those first round picks, uh, and look. then you throw in Wiseman, your two lottery picks you just got this year. Uh, I'm not the Golden right. State fan here, right? Y'all two are. My only concern for y'all team would be if y'all made that, you lose Wiseman and Wiggins, right? Wiggins gives you great offense. In my <laughs> opinion. Well, not going great offense, but good offense. Right? He's, he's, he's arguably what the third best player on y'all team, right? Sure. With Clay being injured, okay? Then you have a young star that y'all want to develop. You give up both of them plus whatever else for Ben Simmons. You get better on defense, but then you also, now you have a front court of. I'm assuming Ben Simmons and Draymond Green, right? How does that fit into y'all's scheme? Y'all are already y'all are already upset with Draymond not shooting, right? Ben Simmons absolutely doesn't shoot at all. So how is that going to work for y'all offensive scheme? Okay, and here's the problem because we were just complaining about Looney. Looney doesn't do anything on offense. He doesn't do anything. Looney puts back. He got put backs. <laughs> no. Wow. Stop. Stop. Looney does not do anything on offense. Ben Simmons, and and this is this is where I'll get into the weaknesses of Golden State and the players that can feel them. Ben Simmons. Golden State is weak with rim pressure. Ben Simmons, all his shortcomings, he's great attacking the basket, going downhill, finishing at the rim. He's great at that. Andrew Wiggins, for some reason, refuses to dunk the basketball or to finish at the rim strongly. He'll oh, do no, it. Man. He had a nasty ass poster last game. And and I celebrated for <laughs> ten minutes. I li- I rejoiced. I rejoiced when he did that. Ben Simmons does that tremendously. Can you imagine? So, 
we we see what Looney does on offense. He's playing that short role in, in his minutes. Imagine Steph running the pick and roll with Draymond. Instead of him coming off playing a four on three, instead of it being Looney there in the dunker spot, it's Ben Simmons. It's Ben Simmons that Draymond is throwing lobs to. Looney can barely get above the rim. Ben Simmons is yamming on folks. Now, or you imagine. But my, my thing, wouldn't you rather have someone out in the corner that could stretch the floor for you? Not necessarily, because I'm I Golden State lacks rim pressure. There's nobody on the team that can capitalize or finish this above. Is, this is this is what this is why I say I, I make that trade if mm-hmm. I can keep Wiseman. Yeah, and, and I get that. No, and I 100 percent if Wiseman makes that step, that leap, then fine. It might pan out. But again, you're asking a lot from a 20-year-old. A I, feel 20-year-old like, I feel like putting Wiseman alongside of Ben Simmons is super beneficial. Wiseman alongside Ben Simmons? Yeah, because I feel like if Wiseman is your your lob guy, your lob catcher, that, that would benefit him tremendously. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Like simplifying Wiseman's role, if he's going to be on the team, since he's going to be on the team, because they're not trading Wiseman. Joe Lacob is is stuck. He's he's going to keep Wiseman. Simplifying his role, making him strictly pick and roll, making him finish lobs, simple reads is the best way to maximize him early in his career. But my point is, why try to do this development project when you have somebody like Ben Simmons for all the slander that he's gotten? who is, again, he improves your defense vastly, which is a problem for them. Their point of attack defense is a problem. Ben Simmons solves that problem. The rim pressure, Ben Simmons solves that problem. Um, like the the playmaking out, out of the short roll, Ben Simmons solves that transition offense. Ben Simmons solves that problem. You can play a lineup with Poole and Steph and Clay when he comes back and Ben Simmons, and you can run. You can imagine Ben Simmons in transition with Steph running, Clay running, Jordan Poole running. Like, so I don't I don't get the Ben Simmons wouldn't work next to Draymond when Looney and Draymond have been playing together this whole time. That 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 just Ben Simmons is vastly so, so superior. To the problem Looney with Looney, like I said, is he can't jump not as physical as you like him to be. Because whenever Steph gets double teamed and Steph makes the dish to Draymond on the roll. Draymond mm-hmm. lobs it up, or he looks to lob it up to Looney. Sometimes mm-hmm. Looney would just catch the ball mm-hmm. and come back down. You know what I mean? But if that's yeah. if that's Wiseman, that's a that's a dunk every time. That that kid not only is a seven footer, he's jumping. His vertical is up there. Yeah. And 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 and, and again, that's fine if 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 we're going to bank on that. But like I'm saying, like it, it, this is kind of the problem with their thought process with taking Wiseman over LaMelo. You're talking about fit. You're worried about, well, how do the pieces fit when the better player is available? Never you, people overthink it so much. You take the best player available every time. Wiggins, uh, ben Simmons is a vastly superior player to Andrew Wiggins. He's eons at this point in his career better than uh, James Wiseman. I think and then this is just like speaking hypothetically like if there's an avenue out there to get somebody like a ben simmons to get somebody like a pascal siakam if there's an avenue out there to get somebody like a christian wood like you take it because they those want pascal siakam. yes pascal siakam again is vastly superior 
offensively and defensively too. This, this all matters all like who you give up though. Because for Pascal, that's got to be a Pascal Wiggins straight up kind of thing for me. This is got to be like, really? that's, that's a. I don't really. I'm, yet again, yeah. I'm not a Warrior fan, but I I don't like that trade. If y'all were to do that, a Wiggins for for Pascal, I don't like that. I don't. I feel like Wiggins is better than Pascal. Oh no 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 no. This this spin cycle. I can't I can't get behind that Kev. Pascal spin because just like he's making this joke, y'all gonna get aggravated when y'all give him the ball. And he does that, and he picks up the ball. Then y'all get a twenty-four second violation. That's a turnover. Y'all gonna get upset. Hey, look, and when he does that, I'll take that every day over the week. His mistakes over Andrew Wiggins step back spin jumpers from mid range that are clanking off the back rim. That like I, I'm I'm sorry. Like and Wiggins, <laughs> I don't hate the dude or anything. Like I like him. He's a good player. But just like I think Wiggins isn't. He is what he is. Like which, he's, which is what. He's he's an above average player, and he shows flashes of brilliance or like what he could be. He's Harrison Barnes. <laughs> Harrison Barnes, I'll take Harrison Barnes back <laughs> easily over Wiggins. Y'all are disrespecting Wiggins. I feel like they're the same player. Harrison Barnes that's averaging twenty seven a game on fifty fifty and yeah, 90 but we right saw now. we saw what, how he cost us. We gotta let that go, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. He did hey, two how, points. Two points how from was, him. How how was Iggy playing for y'all? I haven't been hearing nothing from him. Iggy's Iggy. So uh I, Wiseman Wiseman was second in rookie of the year standings before he got hurt. He just wasn't good to me. So is this year, is this year, are they doing the Ben Simmons thing for him? Like, is this no, still? No, they're not. That, 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 no. no. Okay. Right. They're, 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 they're dead set. And that's more so on the side of Golden State. Golden State is dead set on James Wiseman being the future. No, I meant, I meant as in, um, since he was hurt last year, his rookie year, this is technically his rookie season. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. This no, is no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think we got to see what Kaminga brings. These rookies, these rookies have been panning out. There's not one rookie I'm disappointed in. Uh, from from yeah. one to about nine, all of them have been playing great. That's fair. That's fair. You got yeah, like in playoff time. Dav- Davion Mitchell with the Kings. That, what you say, Kev? I said, do y'all have faith in y'all rookies come playoff time? My point exactly. You just got it. Well. I don't know. You just gotta. <laughs> that's that's pretty much in your in coaching, right? That's pretty much. No, it's coaching, not. Coaching. It's not. That, can't, that can't be in coaching, man. That's in. It's no. Experience. Nah. It depends. It also it's it just also depends. You know what I mean, sometimes you don't need a rookie to be great. You just need them to be good. Yeah. Okay. And and that just like why take good when great is available. Is great available? Because Bennett Simmons last year was not great. No, he wasn't. But great was available <laughs> when Lamelo Ball was when the when Lamelo but Lamelo hasn't proven anything in the playoffs neither. No, he hasn't. But he's miles better than Wiseman is, and I think he will ever will be. But you know, that's the nature. Yeah, we, we, we have to see. We have to see. 
It's easy for it's easy for the mellow a uh, guard. You know what I mean? Agreed. Then a Agreed. big man like Wiseman to come in and yeah. We got we have to see. I'm frustrated. I mean, that's the NBA for you. All right. Real quick, though. We uh, got to talk about news around the world. Uh, it was something you wanted to talk about. I couldn't remember what it was. Um, Jada. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Leave it, Will. Yeah, right? At this point, you 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 just you're all together for what for the last name because like you know what I mean it can't be for the kids no more the kids are grown but it's like because that's so disrespectful it's always something you're gonna tell the world that I'm not good in bed no more what yeah, it's it's getting bad. Does he know? Real, I'm just leaving. Does I'm he know leaving. this? Does he know this? Has she told him this to his face, or did he find out like the rest of us? I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. But it's it's sad because it's like everything that has to do with their names. Jada said something, whether it was the entanglement or something she got from Tupac. She still got. Will can't do this. Will don't do that. I don't feel this. It's so hard to do this. I'm leaving. I'm not going to take abuse. I'm leaving. That's just disrespectful. Like, I don't know, man. It'd be like, it's different when, like, you're you're talking to a girl and then Oh, y'all do y'all thing, and then like y'all break up, and then she talks bad about you. Mm. <laughs> that you're married, <laughs> and you've been married for so long, bro. Yeah, hey, man. And then right, just... that out. <laughs> like you mind your business one day, and next thing you know, you just your wife's telling your business. It's like, okay, <laughs> where do I go from here? After already being embarrassed for the whole August thing. It's just like, yeah. oh man. I probably would have ended it there. I definitely would have ended it there. But, you know. <laughs> I just, poor Will, man. And I <laughs> continue to see girls online make this. Yeah, now, now. Yeah, and like it's appropriating things of that nature. They find it funny. It's not funny. It's really not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. Kind of funny. I ain't gonna. <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's like, damn, like, but it's like it's not funny in the sense of like, you put that man on like blast like that. He can't catch it's a break. <laughs> huh? He hasn't. He hasn't done nothing. Will is just being a nice Samaritan out here running his business, and next thing you know, it's always something new. He's literally just being like motivational and and we find that out. It's like your words of wisdom no longer matter, sir. 
starting to make me think. Is Jada trying to find a way to, to like get get released from her uh, forever contract? <laughs> like is she making up topics just to get away from Will or something? I don't know. Just split up. At this point, just split up. She, she obviously wants to be young. Apparently, out of, out of the two, she she's the one stuck in her. She's going through some phase where she wants to be young again. Whatever that means. Just give her to the streets, Will. Perfect. Give her the give her the Pastor Kendrick. He'll uh, take good care of her. As Mr. Scotty. Speaking of uh, Scotty, I'm 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 I'm. But I know we just got off this subject, but I have to revert because I just remembered what I was so hyped for this episode for. This is gonna be a sports heavy episode. Eli had horrible takes. Hear me out. I wish he was here. I oh my gosh. He said he had to do something. So hopefully he hears this. So alright, so here's here's how this went. So we're we're driving back to the shop. It's about four o'clock in the morning. And we start talking. And of course, you know the NBA just had their top seventy five players. Right. So um I forget who it was that we were talking about, but we were talking about the best point guard, like top 10 point guards. I'm trying to think who it was that he said. It was somebody. It was somebody he said was a top 10 point guard all time. And I lifted, I listed off 10 point guards that I had, you know, that I would take over whoever it was. And I threw Tony Parker in there. He says Tony Parker's not a top ten point guard. I said okay, so you know me, I did my thing. He still didn't believe it, so he goes on the internet and pulls up some article that had the best point guard since Tony Parker has been drafted. Now, one year did they have Tony Parker as number one? I said okay, if you don't want to have him as number one, he was in conversation as the best point guard in the NBA. I'm talking about some years they had Gilbert Arenas. Some years they had Baron Davis. Uh, exactly. Chris Paul. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Gary Payton. All that stuff. So I'm like, you. So I asked Eli, so I'm like, you, you truly believe that there was a year that Baron Davis was a better point guard than Tony Parker? He says, yes. Because his whole point of when he was naming the players, he was naming how many points they scored that year. So I said, you're only going off points. He says, no, stats matter. So, my you know, his first horrible take was Tony Parker's not a top 10 point guard and that he's never been in the conversation as a one of the best point guards in the league at any moment in his career. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> Wasn't it in 2007 Tony Parker was like the best point guard? Mm, I mean, nah, but... 2007? Steve Nash. Tony Parker was mainly the sole reason for the Spurs winning that year. Tim Duncan was right there, bro. Don't do that. They were one and two. You know what I mean? Don't 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 do don't do don't do Tim Duncan like this. Don't, now don't I do I still am a firm believer if 
the Spurs didn't pull the shenanigans and be, you know, Suns would be holding that trophy at the end of the year. So, yeah, you're probably right on that. But still to be number two, yeah, I mean, he was sure. in the top five discussion for quite a minute, I mm-hmm. thought. So we so we can agree that Tony Parker was in the discussion as one of the best point guards in the league at some moment. Thank you. So is he a top ten point guard of all time? In no. y'all opinion, it's that's tough. That's no. tough. I'm talking it's, like nine. I'm talking about like nine ten. Because would you would you would you would you put Tony Parker above someone like Chauncey Billups? Yes. Yes. Well, Chauncey Billups is not a top ten point guard neither. No. I mean, well, run down the list. Like, I. Because there's no order, you know. You got, you got Magic, Steph, Oscar, Chris, Paul, Stockman, Gary. I had Tony, Nash. I feel like I'm missing some people. Zeke, Zeke, Rush, who else? I'm trying to think. Who else? Who else is? Who else am I missing? Before I say Russ, I mean you already named Tony Parker, Jason Kidd. Guys aren't big on kid though, right? Somebody's not big on kid. I like J Kid. I like kid, but I t- yeah, I'm taking I I take I take Russ over kid. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Russ. Would you, would yeah. you take? Would you I, have, take... I have Tony Parker in my top two. In that nine ten area. I mean, we're missing players. I feel like I am. Feel yeah, like I, because this this I think this all started because he it was I'm trying to remember who it was that he had in his top ten. And he saw David. He saw David Bing in the top seventy-five players, and he didn't know who David Bing was. Mm. So he said David Bing was garbage. <laughs> but uh, okay, here's a question: Is, is Rondo? No, he's not. No, no, not even close. Oh well, I mean, it depends on how you view some of these players, right? Got Jerry West. Jerry West is a two. Bob Cousy. Sorry. Sorry, Bob. I, I, I hate dealing with players <laughs> from the sixties, though. I really do. Sorry, Bob. And Walt Frazier. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? I I basically, if I'm not mistaken, rambled off all of those names as my top ten. And he didn't like that. So I'm glad we got that first one out. Second argument was it reminder. This is all consecutive in one conversation. This is all going in one conversation. Next thing, Tim Duncan. I'm talking about Tim Duncan. And I say Tim Duncan is the best power forward all time. And of course it's debatable, but I feel like at some point in his career, he was either the best player in the league or 1A, 1B. Eli said that was never the case. Eli says, since Tim Duncan's been in the league all the way till he retired, Tim Duncan has never been the best or in the conversation for the best player in the NBA. He says Kobe has always been number one. I brought up the thing where I've been on this note for the past year or so that Tim Duncan doesn't get his due diligence. I know Kobe, you know, they've had they had their battles. Don't get me wrong. Kobe's always been great. But it's always been back and forth. It wasn't a, always definitive. Kobe's the best player in the league. Tim Duncan has his say so. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, you're right. He was the best player in the league. Every every year, 
that the Spurs have won, he's been technically considered, right? Not Except every year. Not every year, but like the, the, the early, the early championship. I think his best claim was 03 through 05, 03, 04, and 05. I think he can stake his claim as like, all right, yeah, no, Tim Duncan threw, do that stretch. Two championships, MVP. Like, I think, yeah. I think yeah, he can stake right. his claim. Yeah. All right. The last thing was this. <laughs> Eli's, Eli's yeah, bro. And then Eli, he, he upset me with this one because he made me go against my favorite player. He says, well, first of all, so he says, since Tim Duncan's been in the league, the top three best players in the league were Shaq, Kobe, and him. Shaq, Kobe, and Tim Duncan. I said, okay, cool. Then he says, once 03 hit, Shaq was removed from the uh, top three, and LeBron became the third, the top three best players in the league. His rookie year. I said, no, he wasn't. I'm sorry. And it hurt me to my core to say this, but he made me do this. So now he had me battling against my own favorite player. Then he makes the remarkable statement of saying, LeBron has had more team success than Tim Duncan has. I said, no, he hasn't. Team success? Team success. Tim Duncan has never missed the playoffs his whole career. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> LeBron James, we know what LeBron has done, but Tim Duncan has had better team success. And I was argued from all the way to the middle of the drop to the shop about this. Am I right or wrong? No, you're right on that. This is what I have to deal with with Eli on a daily basis. I don't think Eli knows who Tim Duncan is, or, man. I've been trying to tell this man. And I guarantee if he was here, he'll try to switch up and say, yeah, 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 y'all right. No. But <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I have to deal with at work. Oh, uh, yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Like, you fucking okay. uh, You can't. Yeah. Number two is, like, you shouldn't be comparing those two. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Because... Uh, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like I, I love LeBron. I really do. But at the same time, I know when something is and not true. Tim Nuggets had better team success than LeBron. Now, when you say like now, when you talk about individual success, LeBron has had better than individual success. But as far as team success, it means undeniable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're literally both. Best players ever in that position, right? So, yeah, they both did their thing. It is what it is. Now, uh, y'all heard the comments that Magic Johnson made about, um, well, Magic and I think both Magic and Shaq said that um, if LeBron uh, passes up Green in points, would make him. Greatest of all time. I heard Shaq say that. I didn't hear Magic say that. Magic's on our record is saying it too. Uh, opinions, thoughts. Have we no Kev already thinks? I mean, I already think he's the best of all time. But I, but statistically, if I'm not mistaken, by the time if he was to reach number one in points, by then he'll be top five in both rebounds, assists, and points. Right. 
along with him, I'm I'm predicting he ends his career off with at least five rings and four MVPs. You know, I I just you know, but that's just me. I already think he's the best before he even hits some of those milestones. That's just me. Now I've gone on record as saying he does all that, and I did say before he got to the Lakers, I was like, you know, if he brings the Lakers two chips, you can't you can't argue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't argue it. I don't. I don't think. I mean, for me personally, I don't. I don't care about the where you rank place um, as far as like all time points, all time assists, all time rebounds. Like, oh, and, and as far as totals, because like that's impressive. Don't get me wrong, but I just think it's more of a testament to like the longevity of players' careers how durable they were which is part of their greatness for sure like 100% part of their greatness but like I don't just comparing like players I don't think that necessarily puts one player above the other I just think that's a testament to like Kareem's longevity and durability and same with Carl Malone's but I hate Carl Malone but it's different story um, you know what he doesn't hate don't do this <laughs> <laughs> I don't do this. Why is he like hey. invited to things? I don't know. They should have removed him from the top seventy-five. Like, there's, so, there's no need. Hey, real. What if, what if Carl was what a R. Kelly's henchman? Nah. It makes sense, right? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I'm touching down in Utah yeah. in a couple days. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I checked around the local schools. That's Fufa. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god, bro. Alright, alright. I'm done. Alright, alright. Anyway. He, he, he needs to be locked up. Anyways. Oh, yeah. hold on. Oh, okay, yeah. now, you know what? I don't even speak on it. I don't even gonna... I'm just gonna, ask... I'm just gonna ask... I'm just gonna ask how many seasons did Carl Malone play? Um, he retired 04, I think. Got drafted in like 85, 86. He played. He ended in 04. So he played 18 years. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. 18 years with the Jazz. How long was he in LA? Two years? One. Oh, so 19 years ago. Okay. Long career. Yeah. Bronze in year 18? 19. That makes sense. Get it right, buddy. It makes sense then. So, Bronze technically a year ahead of him. As far as like. Maybe. I mean, well, the year Carl Malone retired. Will be the year LeBron is playing right now. Yeah, but LeBron passed up Carmelo last year. Wait, right? No, Carmelo's number two. Ain't LeBron, LeBron's not yeah. number two yet already. I thought LeBron no, LeBron's already three. Oh, he's passing LeBron's him. three. More than likely, maybe. Before before we uh, end this off, do y'all have any uh? What's y'all uh opinions on the? Top seventy-five stubs. 
Like, Dwight, we should have been with Dwight that. got snubbed. Yeah. Dwight got snubbed. Uh, I don't know about the whole Clay situation. Fair. I will this say is, this is this is where I put you in a tough spot though. You say Dwight make deserves to make it. I believe that too. But who do you take off? I take off AD. Yeah. AD shouldn't have been on that list. <laughs> Did Dame make the list? Dame, if, you, if you're gonna take Dame off, that's where you would play. But that's that's I'm I'm taking off Dame and putting in Dwight. If you want to put Clay over AD, that's fine. But I'm taking Dame off the list indefinitely because I just feel like he doesn't he doesn't have a better individual resume as opposed to a Dwight or a Clay Thompson. The way I see it. If Dane makes the list, Paul George should make the list. Um, I, yeah. I just don't like. And Dame is great, Hall of Famer for sure. Like, but who else was snubbed off? Um, they said that Vince Carter was snubbed. Not sure. <laughs> Here's another name that you guys seem to not, you know, Tracy McGrady. T T Mac, press favorite guy. All right, let me yeah, be no. obje- let me be objective about T Mac. Like, he was a great player at his peak, but like for his career all time, again, here's a guy I mean, and I'm sticking up for a dude because he's one of my favorite players in the league. <laughs> but Paul George has had a better career than than T Mac. And if you just look at it side by side, I mean, the career accomplishments, uh, playoffs, the, the injuries. What about the injuries? He had his peak already. He already peaked in 03. He had his chances to get out the first round. <laughs> and it's just like... It wasn't happening for Brian. And it's okay. Not everybody can be a winner in the league. It's hard to win in the NBA. So if he's not a, <laughs> if he's not a winner, <laughs> what is he? <laughs> oh, no. I'm not going to stop you, man. <laughs> 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 this dude had a whole day. I'm talking about the whole day. Calling this man a loser. <laughs> Listen, man. Max, Max so I love you, And Max, you know Max people. I'm familiar with Max people, so I don't think this. This is this is him thinking this. You know? I like I like I like T Mac, but when you reflect on his career. He's one of those guys that's like, yeah, he's a loser. It's it's just a, it's, those are the what he ifs. He's one of the biggest what ifs. You know what I mean? No, stop it. He is. Stop it. He stop is. Without with it. without the no. injuries, he's a what no. if. It's like Grant no. Hill, right? I'm so sick of it because Grant Hill didn't even reach his prime. T Mac was dead in his prime. We don't over. know that though. We don't know yes, that. We do. <laughs> no, we don't. Every player, like every player, reaches another level, right? Kobe did it. Every player reaches another Kobe. level, huh? He not Kobe. Well, well, Donovan Mitchell. What about him? He, Donovan Mitchell reached another level, right? He's twenty three. <laughs> T Mac didn't even get to like play his career <laughs> pretty much. Uh, uh, how many nah. years? Is, how many years T Mac been healthy? He was healthy from 01 to 07. That's six, seven years. In Orlando? T-Mac was yeah. hurt in Orlando. Wasn't Grant Hill was hurt in Orlando. T-Mac was hurt in Orlando, too. No, T-Mac was fully healthy, though, season. 
No, man. Yeah. T-Mac had gotten hurt in Orlando. He had nagging injuries, yes, but he wasn't like had it. He didn't have like season-ending injuries. He was first team All NBA for a lot of those years. Yeah, but least. he 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 never T-Mac never played a full season. Never. Who has? Not a lot of players have. Or or I should say T-Mac has never played more than 70 games. All right, here we go. From 05 to 06, T-Mac had multiple back spasms and missed eight games. 06 to 07, back spasms. When your back goes in the NBA, that's it. 07 07 08, he injured his elbow and ankle. Then... 08 09, he only missed 11 games with a knee injury. He's That's never been it. healthy. Bro, are we just like discounting his years in Orlando and Houston? He just he just listed out the years. He he was okay, let's do it. Because he was healthy in 01. They lost in the first round. He was healthy in 02. They lost in the first round. He was healthy in 03. They lost in the first round. He was healthy in 04. They didn't make the playoffs. Okay, he was but who did he who did he play in those first rounds that you would say that he should have won? He, I mean, he played Charlotte in the first round. That was a wash. Baron Davis outplayed him. He was great. He was good, but fine. Didn't Baron okay. Davis had the better team, though? No, I'm not sure about all that. Who was in Orlando with T-Mac? You know, because Grant Hill was never healthy. Fine, like you can have that. O two, I don't, I forgot who they played in O two. O three, they were up three one. They were. I give you that one. O four, they missed the playoffs completely. O five, they were up two zero on the Mavs, and they went back to Houston for games three and four, lost the series in six. I don't want to <laughs> hear. O six, I forget they probably played the Jazz or, or somebody. They lost again. O seven, same scenario as O five. They were up, and they lost. O eight. What, what team was he on in O two? Magic. Yeah. Oh yeah, Charlotte. He lost Charlotte three to one. Damn. First round. First round. You know, it ain't it ain't easy, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. Bo Outlaw, Patrick Ewing. Okay, yeah. Grant Hill, Horace Grant. Stop that, Patrick Ewing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop there. All right. Wasn't happening. Wasn't happening. Until, until until he would have gotten a really healthy Grant Hill, it wasn't happening. And that's completely fair. But with any other superstar player, again, if it was Paul George in that scenario, he was up 3-1, and they lost. It'd be getting railed. Yeah, he up on the Mavs, two games at home, getting demolished, calling him playoff P. I guarantee it. I stand by it. Yeah, we don't, we don't call Paul George oh, wow, a loser. Listen. We should. We should. We should call we should call Paul George a loser. He's had multiple chances. I'm tired of putting him, you know, passing him off. No, he deserves to be called a loser also. Now what Paul George oh. did last year was pretty incredible. Um, you know what I mean? Been the multiple conference finals. Who? I'm sorry he I'm sorry he lost to LeBron in them. He lo- he only went to two. He went to three. He went one last year. And he That's went to two, two in Indiana. I could have swore one was in one was one year he went to Indiana. The other year it was in the second round. No, 2013, 
2013 it was his breakout year. That's when he had that big dunk on Birdman, and then LeBron came back, hit the three, they dapped up. That was his breakout year. 2014, the Pacers were the first seed, and they lost to Miami in six in the, in the first round. Three of them things. So he's a loser. No. What, what, are we, what are we definitely... <laughs> are are we defining a loser bro. if he doesn't be even touch the no, conference? No, no, no. Here's my thing. Like, so not, by, I, don't, well, I, don't right. mean, I don't mean that in like, Yes, you do. You, you're, you're no, really no, T-Mac had T-Mac's curse in the fact that he couldn't get out the first round, right? Like, couldn't get was, out the first round. And, just, and their, people are sticking him. Oh, wow. He was better than Kobe in that time. Like, no, stop it. He was not. He just Wait. cursed. He was just cursed. Oh. You know what I mean? He was oh. a, he was oh. a top player. He just couldn't get out of the first round. Yeah. So, no, he better than Kobe. But at the same time, T Max number two seems to have always been hurt as well. Okay. If if what did if you say? T Mac himself being hurt, but his number two has always been hurt as well. His number no, two could never not see. Always. Not always. Whenever Yao Ming wasn't hurt, T Mac was hurt. Oh, oh T Mac. I thought you said Paul George. Yeah, T Mac. Mm. Yao Ming was hurt. What happened? But but what what year was that? We was watching the uh Lakers and they was it Lakers or was it Denver? When? And uh they saw them in the playoffs, T Mac and he wasn't playing what Yao was. What year was that? That was when the Lakers went to oh oh nine. When T- yeah, I was on the court. T Mac was. They went further without T Mac. Oh, but T but Mac didn't even oh, play. He didn't even I'm play. He didn't play. Imagine if T Mac would have played though. They still would have lost. I'm not. I'm not so sold on that. That went to seven I, games. I don't care. That went to seven games. That could have went either way. They almost got beat by Ron Artest. Facts. <laughs> so you don't think T-Mac being on that team could have been a difference maker? Hey, you know what's crazy to me? The fact that T-Mac had seven plus opportunities to get out the first round and that never not once made it out. And then you telling me he's going to beat Kobe Bryant. All right, bro. All well, right. technically he did with San Antonio. But, right, okay. you know, he yeah. just didn't yeah, play. He was in the finals. <laughs> he was he was warming up the bench. He was like, he, no. Let me let me just say this, and we we could we outdated about T Mac. Great player, great player. Not not knocking him, whatever. But when people start putting him like, oh man, he would have been this, or he's better than X and Y. If you put him replacing him with Kobe on those things, like, oh, man, he's not Kobe. He's not Kobe. But I'm saying like that year. Any of those years, if they could have just both been healthy, at some point they would have made it out the first round. Can't deny that. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't be healthy. <laughs> the Rocket, Rocket team, know. and it is, and it's not like Dallas was a pushover team neither. Dallas went to the finals the following year. Well, in conclusion, he's still a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go words. <laughs> oh my god, man! I didn't say it. The McGrady family. I didn't say it. You know, I, I, I didn't say it either. Yes, you did. Yeah, I, I just didn't. I didn't get it on tape. That's it. I did not say it. 
Last thing I need to do is run into him at the gym. And he's like, yo, what's up with that crash y'all was talking? <laughs> there are no losers in the NBA. Well, there's a few. There are many. <laughs> They're all better than me, so I can't say none. To stop disrespecting Paul George. That's all I want. Paul George Slander yeah. got to stop. We ain't, we ain't gonna sit here and act like Paul George and have one of the most gruesome injuries of all time. Good for him. It's hard to come back from that stuff, man. Good for him. Get back on the court and play. Wow, shut up and dribble. He's one of those. <laughs> He's one of those. <laughs> Not like that. Oh, man. Any, any other news? I'm sure we're missing a lot here. I just can't think of it at this time. Is there anything else that we are missing? Not Wasn't sure. it something that I told you I wanted to talk about? I can't remember. It was a video that you sent me <laughs> about like these people fighting at the fair or something like that. Oh. He threw yeah. like hot grease. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, they, they, it was it was a it was a a brawl, so to speak. Well, yeah, I don't I don't know what happened, but cookers were upset with the customers. <laughs> they just started throwing food and all types of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It got pretty crazy. You know, Kev be sending the most craziest things to me. I really don't. I don't. You you send some out of pocket things that I won't I won't I won't mention. What I just share with you? You, you could be cause you'd be canceled by now. Oh uh, oh, that's another thing I wanted to speak on: cancel culture, man. This whole Dave Chappelle thing, listen, not happening for all you cancel people. Can't do it. Man, it's- come to come to find out they lost their job. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. That's somebody who's been making fun of literally everyone for I don't know how long. And you can't do it. I could go in more in depth into that, but I won't. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, those people. What people? You know. I don't know. Trans community. I didn't want the trans community. That's, a, that's not that's not the right appropriate name, right? What? You, you were you were you were at the parade, right? You know. Who was okay. Let's just end this before <laughs> I say something that I should say. And therefore the BBQ. Okay. Alright. Question of the I was, day. I was reading something. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good question. Okay. True or false, and why? Is it a good thing or a bad thing to have all day to think? Bad. And gone. What you think about? I mean, Preston, come on out. Let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do this. Look, it's a good thing. 
I've always been told that it's not good to just be sitting with your thoughts all day. That's literally what happens with those guys in uh, solitary confinement. And it will drive you crazy. Try to overthink and overanalyze until you break down. Planning is something different. You can sit down all day and like plan, literally plan out your next few days or weeks. Mm. That can be good on your part because you know you organize and set yourself up. You know what's gonna happen. Mm. Thinking all day, thinking can be man. You can be thinking about what someone said a couple days ago, and you interpret it wrong because you sat there and thought about it. Or do it. What what you think? Man. You said good, so Yeah, so it's I think it's a good day. I mean as long as it's a day, just don't dwell on it forever. I mean like I give myself a day to think. Right? If something whatever it is. Like I'll give myself the day to think about it. I actually do my daily task or whatever, whatever I need to do in that day. But I'll mold it over. If it's a decision I need to make, I'll think about it. I'll ponder it. Or even if something something that somebody said and it's off-putting, I'll take the day or however long it takes. So I can come to just like, I guess, a proper conclusion about it. Or I respond in a way that's appropriate. Um, I don't want to act out of pure emotion or anything, so... I've really been taking my time with my thoughts lately. So I think it's a good thing. I think it's true. Oh, so you've been take, taking your time with your thoughts lately? Yeah. You've been on your Kyrie tip? Why is that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing? <laughs> I think people should do it more often. I just want to say all day, though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah like, like, like legit, you do whatever you got to do throughout the day. But like throughout the whole day, you have time to think about whatever it is. It could be one topic, multiple topics, it don't matter. Yeah, I think it's good. That's thing. fine. If you, as long as you're not distracted. But I'm saying because you know the the human mind, as we all know, constantly makes up false, indespicable, you know, scenarios, it and then you just start being overthinking things. And then, what if this happens when the likelihood of something like that never will happen? And then now you just, you know, sitting here worrying about something that's never going to happen. Yeah, it's not good for me. I'm an overthinker. You know what I mean? Oh, Mr. Big Brain over here. <laughs> not, not in that sense. In the sense, like, I always will think of, like, either the worst scenario or just, like, I'll just overanalyze something. You know what I mean? It's not, it ain't good for me in that sense. It's cool to like just be thinking throughout the day, as long as you're not distracted by what you gotta do. Makes sense. I could, I could dig it. I guess, I guess it all depends on what you're thinking about. Like them dudes in in jail, they of course thinking about how they may never get out. So as opposed to somebody who out, they just thinking about you know something totally normal 
that may be harmless. So I guess it all could depend on what you're thinking about. Makes sense. Yeah. I literally just make up scenarios in my head. I don't know why it happens. What would happen if I got arrested today? Who do I call for bail? Crazy Florida man. What do I do first day in? I just go right straight after the head honcho. Here we go. Assert my dominance. (laughs) I join one of these groups, you know? You need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) What do I do? They shouldn't think that way. Right. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Very sports heavy episode. Don't worry about it, though. Hopefully next week we'll be back with uh, I'm a little different. Right. Something. <laughs> I said hopefully because who knows what who knows what the the day will bring. But we are record we're recording on a different day, right? Which means right. you know we'll be uploading on a different day. Today is Friday. It shall probably be uploaded tomorrow. Maybe. Be Sunday. But we will be on. I'm working on it, but we will be on Spotify and Apple very, very soon. Gonna look out for that. Follow us on our gaming channels. Follow us on our social medias. Twitter. Ev is a troll, so you might not want to follow him. I'm predicting an uh, an uprising, a unanimous uh, page. <laughs> what? I already told you. You sent me an invite. I'm not accepting it. I've thought about. I thought about this page. Well, we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> uh, Preston, you want to tell the people where to follow you at? Uh, I deleted all my social. So here we <laughs> go. <laughs> all right. Anyway, there you have it. There you have it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That's a <laughs> don't you don't you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us. An episode of Legit Podcast. Remember, if it ain't us, <laughs> it ain't legit. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You be stick on the ice. <laughs> oh, Javi Akbar, eh? <laughs> <laughs>